Welcome to the Peep Show. I'm Brad Wakai alongside my co-host Johnny Hazoff coming off a heater of a week and he'll give the updated odds but we got a small panel today. Uh, we are joined by Tommy Daughtry and Jordan Nikita here doing a little against the spread talk today for the NFL week 10. I can't believe it's week 10 already boys. My Insane. god. Yeah it's nuts. It's depressing almost. Oh. Yeah, but this is also the best like two month stretch of the entire year with in regards to football. So let's let's not sulk on it. Yeah, let's enjoy it. That's true. That's true. We got three more regular season games in college. Then we got bowl season. So I don't know. Now normally when we got a full we got panel, action. We got Maxon's back. Uh normally when we have a full panel, you know, we'll we'll jump right in to kind of keep this to 30 minutes. We got a smaller panel today i mean so let me kind of just get your opinion what do you guys think of the bills lost last week against the jets wolf man i mean talk about not surprised i was not surprised you were um, not surprised that the jets the best team in the league lost the, the bills yeah. the best team in the league lost to the jets yeah no i not at all the way the jets have been riding um and then the key players out for for the bills on defense they had jordan poyer was out they had uh, three uh, Matt Milano, I think, was also out. They had two yeah, other. Key, they had two other key players. I mean, that, that's the whole back end of their defense. You know, it's like Ed Oliver might have also been out. Um, so it's just all right. This was kind of shaping up like this could have been a trap game for the Bills. Um, and you know, the they just their defense was riding high, and, and you know, and they they just took advantage of the Bills. So. I'm gonna call like, bullshit on not being surprised. Though. Yeah, I was gonna. Like, I, no, no, no. Like I didn't I'm not say seeing any I money line it. Jets tickets coming out here. <laughs> I didn't say I didn't say that they were my picks. I thought about it, but I didn't pick them, and I did not say that I thought they were going to win. I said I wasn't surprised. All right, that's fair. The Jets defense is very, very good. They're very surprising this year. The way they contain Josh Allen, and maybe it was a part on Josh Josh Allen just having a bad game. But the Jets were really looking good on defense, and they can carry that team into the playoffs, I believe. The problem is they still have Zach Wilson, and Zach Wilson is only going to take them so far. So that team is just limited on the capacity of what they can do um, based on you know, based on Zach Wilson. I mean, they have a lot of you know pieces in place on offense, um, especially at the wide receiver group. But at the same time, I, I, don't think jo- I don't think Zach Wilson is the guy. I think he's good right now because he can support that defense, but they have a ceiling that's just not going to carry them very far. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I thought Zach Wilson played better last week, and Jordan obviously just highlighted who was out. But, I, you know, I, I think we're I think we a little too harsh on Zach Wilson because we thought he was going to suck coming in. So I were like, see, we're right. I, I knew it. And we don't want to move off our opinions on it. Then all of a sudden, Justin Fields has two good halves. And we're like, oh, God, I just knew Justin Fields was going to be comparing awesome. Apple, like, you're comparing like apples to oranges, though. Like To compare Zach Wilson to Justin Fields, I don't think that's fair. Why? Because Justin Fields is so much better? How? Because uh, he runs? He hasn't thrown over 250 yards in his career. Hey, I think I'm the biggest uh, Justin Fields hater out there. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think he's going to be out of the league in five years. Did he have a fantastic game last week? Absolutely. Is that his ceiling? It very well might be. He might not get any better than that. He could get injured. He could just not be a prolific passer. He could not. Uh, I don't. I. I just don't see him putting up numbers and rising to the ceiling that Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes have. But everyone in Chicago thinks he's the next son of God. Well, well let I, me I, let I, me I ask so you bad. something. 
Let me ask you something, Johnson. Would you? What do you think of of um, of Mac up at New England? Mac Jones. I, 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 he's not the guy. It's just flat out simple. He's not the guy. He's a good placeholder right now, and New England is a solid enough core where they can win games and hover around five hundred. Will he ever win a Super Bowl? Absolutely not. But that's just where they're at right now. Um, you know, sometimes you have a guy that's just serviceable, but he's not going to be your guy for the long haul. Um, I have no faith in Mac Jones ever being a prolific quarterback in the NFL. Reason I ask is because I both Mac Jones last year, maybe even to a degree still a little bit this year, um, and what I've seen from Justin Fields is they're not opening up the playbook for these guys to really throw, you know, a whole lot. You know, game after game after game. You know, it just seems like less than 15 pass attempts from Justin Fields. And I got to look at Mac Jones' stats, but I don't think he really gets that high in his, you know, in his passes. Um, so I kind of am curious if that has more to do with the coaching or more to do with the players themselves. It's definitely with the coaching, but I think with Fields is they are limiting him right now, and especially because that Bears offense in general is not that great. They don't have the weapons, even with the addition of Chase Claypool. It'll be interesting to see if they do give him the options to be able to open that up, and then we could evaluate him if he could actually be a you know prolific quarterback. I would say, too, I, I mean, Mac Jones last year, I mean, we're, we're looking at him like, oh, he's definitely the best in this class, and that's because I think McDaniels simplified the offense for him. Now McDaniels is gone, and you have two morons running the offense and uh, Joe judge and Matt Patricia. And it's like, well, this guy sucks. Like they tried to give it to him to start the year and he, he wasn't good. And I think he turned the ball over a lot more, which he hadn't seen from him last year. But it's like, is that a function of just the new offense or is that, you know, Matt, cause Mac Jones is just average and we'll see. I mean, it's, I mean, we're, we're talking about these guys are in their second year and we're like, well, yeah, we're not, not, we're, not we're not giving they're them they're any credit. We're, we're so quick <laughs> to judge. I mean, the whole yeah. media, the whole media base is, but that's just the nature of the NFL. And that's, you know, as a sports fan, that's what we love doing. That is true. Um, all right, boys, let, let's get into the picks because I think since we have a smaller panel, I think we're going to have more opportunities to touch on these other games that we necessarily don't touch on at the end, which I want to get your opinion on. And then, obviously, last week was by Mageddon, so we actually have more teams playing this week, which should allow some, for some more value on the board here. So I'll just jump in, and I, I'm going to start with the one I'm, I'm scared about yeah, the most. Yeah, uh, let's do the results first. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I haven't been here since last week. I forgot I'm only bringing works. this up because I'm top of the leaderboard right yeah, now for week I nine, would do the so. same. <laughs> Let me have my moment. And, yeah, I'm not used to saying my name here. Week 9 results, Johnston 4-1. <laughs> and one. Nick 4-1, and one. Jesus, man, he's just quietly sitting there, you know, in second place. Uh, Bokelman also 4-1. and one. Jordan 3-2, and two. Tyson 3-2, and two. TJ 3-2, and two. Tommy 2-3, and three. Brad 2-3. and three. Again, man, you're slipping up a little bit, man. Three weeks in a row. And then uh, I think Freiburg got that Ravens win, right? So he actually ended up a 1-4 and four and not 0-5. So congrats, uh, congrats to him there. Uh, overall standings through week nine, we got Brad top of the leaderboard, twenty-seven and eighteen. Nick one game behind, twenty-six and nineteen. TJ one game behind, Nick at twenty-five and twenty. Bokelman one game behind, TJ at twenty-four and twenty-one. Tyson one game behind, Bokelman at twenty-three and twenty-two. Tommy also at twenty-two and twenty twenty-two. One game behind at twenty-two and twenty-three. Uh, Jordan twenty-one twenty-four. I am at eighteen and twenty-seven in eighth place, and then bringing up the rear, back in the basement. Freiburg 16 and 29 overall. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, 
you alluded to it three two and three weeks in a row for me <laughs> the good thing is it seems like we're starting to figure this out a bit if you just heard that last leaderboard so i that's, think that's i good. think collectively we're getting it together it only took nine weeks so kudos <laughs> to us we got eight more to go so let's let's finish hot here boys so I, i'm i need i need a bounce back i need a four and one i need a five and oh hell i'll take a three and two at this point in time now of course i'm going to lead it off with one that i'm not confident at all in so I got Broncos plus two and a half here. Now they're going on the road off a of bye. Here's the thing, boys. Titans, I think we're a little fooled by what they've been doing in the win stat and not as much watching how they've been playing. They are very good in the first half. They're only second behind the Eagles and margin, uh, whether they're ahead or behind in the first half and on the positive side. like They're, they're a really good first half team. They are atrocious in the second half. And I think at home, now they're laying the points. Broncos have been able to get healthier. You know, they're coming off that international trip, which they won. Feels like there is a weight lifted off the shoulder in that locker room. Even if Tannehill plays, which I don't even know if he's going to. If Tannehill plays, he's going to be limited. I think the Broncos might have the best defense in the NFL. They're going to do things to stop Derrick Henry, and there's no weapons on the corner. Pat Sertain, you can throw those bums against him all week. He's going to make him pay. And if it's Malik Willis, forget about it. I like Broncos plus two and a half on the road here. I think we've overvalued Tennessee at this point in time, especially coming off that overtime loss against the Chiefs. Now, I got to take this one. I, I don't think Josh Allen's playing in this game. I think it's going to be Case Keenum. So I'm going to take Vikings plus six and a half on our run your pool line here. There's already been adjustments of field goal down in the mm-hmm. actual market. Um, so I'm, I got to I gotta ride with that CLV here. I'm going to take Vikings plus six and a half. Now, third one here. If I'm taking Raiders minus six and a half at home against a Jeff Saturday coached Colts led by Sam Ellinger, let me just say this. If the Raiders don't win this game, Josh McDaniels needs to be fired because that's ridiculous. Because if Jeff Saturday leads this team to a victory, I, I just there's just nothing left to say. So Raiders should win this game comfortably. They have a first-time play caller calling the plays. They brought in some guy from ESPN. To coach the football team, there should this should be a blowout for the Raiders. My God, if it doesn't, uh, th- that's just all time bad. And this is a classic pros versus Joe's bet I'm taking here. I'm going to go Packers plus four and a half at home against the Cowboys. I mean, really, Aaron Rodgers is a four and a half point dog at home against Dak Prescott, and I understand the injuries and everything here. I, that just seems a little crazy to me. And I know Mike McCarthy is going in for a revenge game. This is also a revenge game for Aaron Rodgers, too. They did not like each other at the end of, of, of their tenure there. So I, I think I got to wrap with the home pups here and take Packers plus four and a half at home. And then my lock of the week, Browns plus three and a half against the Dolphins. Kevin Stefanski is 2-0 and straight up off a of bye. Now, he is 0-2 against the spread, funny enough. But so clearly he's, he's been a favorite. He's also really good as an underdog. So I like them coming off a of bye here. Dolphins' defense has been porous. I think the way to slow down that offense is to keep the ball out of Tua's hands and limit the possessions that the Dolphins offense. Browns on the football. I like them three and a half to cover the number there. What do you like? What do you got, Hazon? <laughs> I like that. I like that Cleveland pick, um, especially when you're looking at what Chicago did to that Dolphins defense last week. Um, but yeah, I'm looking off. I'm looking, I'm going to start in Pittsburgh. All right. Saints are two and a half point favorites, uh, on the road at Acrisure stadium. Listen, the Steelers are two and six right now. 
I don't think Tomlin can go two and seven. He's not in any position to get fired or anything like that. But this is this is still a team with pride. Hopefully, we're going to get TJ Watt back this week. Kenny Pickett's going to step it up and get a signature win here. If the Steelers are getting points, I I have no faith really in the Saints' offense at all after that atrocious outing against the Ravens. I'm going to take Pittsburgh plus the points here, plus two and a half at home. Chicago is two and a half point favorites at home against Detroit. Again, I'm one of the biggest Justin Fields haters out there um, <laughs> for a variety of reasons, uh, but I love them here at home. I love what the offense did last week. Hopefully, Claypool can get a little bit more involved with the passing game, and hopefully, you know, he'll have more opportunities. Detroit's still being Detroit this year. They started off throwing up a lot of points. They look great. They stumbled across the, you know, they're struggling the past couple games here. I love Chicago. If they're only if they're only two and a half point favorites here, they're easily win by field. We'll give me Chicago minus two and a half. Kansas City at home minus nine and a half against Jacksonville. Jacksonville very well might be. I, I they're they're not a good team. Kansas City, I think they're easily going to win this game by ten at home. Uh, you know, Mahomes threw I think for what like seventy times uh, this past week on Monday Night Football. Yeah, sixty or Sunday Night Same. Football. Yeah, insane, like 450 yards. I think he's going to light up Jacksonville's defense. I don't see Jacksonville scoring that many points. I think they're just a broken team, broken franchise. And because the spread is under 10 and not 10.5, I like Kansas City minus 9.5 here. And then, Brad, I'm going to have to ride with you as much as I hate, hate, hate doing it. I'm going to take Las Vegas minus 6.5 against the Colts. the Colts just are a fascinating franchise this whole week with Jim Irsay and bringing in Jeff Saturday and, and all the shit that's uh, that Jeff's getting. I, I don't even know if they consulted him on this hire, if they just plucked him off you know, TV and was like, hey, Jeff, you're going to be the coach uh, next week. Uh, he's more just a figurehead. He's really just there to try to you know rally the team and get them playing. They're not a good football team. Las Vegas has to correct themselves this week. Josh McDaniels has to get it right has to win this game convincingly. And since they're at home, they can click on offense. I think everything's going to be firing for them. Give me Las Vegas minus six and a half. My lock of the week is San Francisco minus six and a half at home mm. against the Chargers. I think I think San Francisco is poised to go on a really good run here. The Chargers are a surprising team this year at five and three. Herbert really hasn't met up to the expectations that he, he had at the beginning of the year. I think it's going to be a good game. It might be relatively close, but I think San Francisco, with the addition of CMC, is just going to put too many points on the board. And I, I don't think Eckler and, and Herbert are really just on the same page with what's going on in that offense. So my lock of the week, San Francisco, minus six and a half. I think they'll easily win by a touchdown there. Yeah, so apparently Jim Ursay, this is what happened with, with the Jeff Saturday thing. So they were honoring the Colts and their championship. Apparently, Jeff Saturday was talking with Jim Ursay and just like giving him an idea. He's like, here's what I think's going on. And so then he's like, you know what? Let me give him a call and offer him the head coaching job. <laughs> like, just a complete clown show there. So are there, I just can't did, believe that. Are there any reports of him calling Peyton first or he'd go right for Saturday? <laughs> I, I guess he went right to Saturday. I don't know. <laughs> I love <laughs> that, man. I love that. It's in, absolutely insane. All right, Tommy, what do you got this week? Uh, honestly, I think it's gonna be a pretty, uh, pretty tough one. Uh, my strategy is, is a little bit of a kind of just go with the gut, uh, over the past couple of weeks, I've, I've tried to get a little deeper in my analysis and, you know, try to think about the players and, and really dig into it. Um, uh, and I'm not that guy. 
I, I play the numbers. I play the people. Um, Brad, you've been on an absolute shitter. So I think you're going to have some good picks this week. I think we're going to get to at least, <laughs> at least a three and two. So I'm going to take a couple of years. But I also think you got some bad picks. So I'm going to fade one of those. The first one being I'm taking the Tennessee Titans at minus two and a half. Uh, I've got zero faith in Russell Wilson, and you seemed a little sketchy in that pick anyway. Um, next one, I was going to take Miami, but honestly, after that piss-poor performance last week with Chicago, I think they just need a little bit of cool-off uh, as far as my picks go. So I'm going to take Pittsburgh plus two and a half. Johnson, I'm running with you on that one. I think TJ Watt coming back is going to be a huge boost for the defense. Uh, I may just be a Pittsburgh hopeful there, but I'm hoping it's going to be a little more entertaining than we've seen at least the past couple of weeks uh, with absolute fucking blowouts and just heartbreaking games in, in the Steel City. Uh, next one, uh, I love the the Minnesota pick. Uh, I think there's a ton of value there, especially without you know the captain being on the, on the field under, uh, under center. So uh, we're going to take Minnesota plus six and a half. Next one, uh, I'm off on Vegas. Uh, they've let me down too many times this season. Uh, and I don't care if they're at home. I don't, I, I honestly, you know, that's bullshit. The reason why I'm going with Indianapolis this week is I want an absolute underdog story. Just some fucking slap coming off the sidelines. Like, yeah, you can be the head coach. Sounds like a coked up bathroom decision and I hope it goes right. So I'm taking the Colts at plus six and a half. Uh, I think it'd be so entertaining if they win or at least if they break everybody's hearts who was like, yeah, I'm going to go with Vegas because that's the obvious pick because fuck you, Brad. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, next pick, uh, honestly, I'm kind of feeling Dallas. Um, once again, uh, I want to fade you a little bit there, Brad. That's that's going to be my most iffy pick of the week. I'm probably going to look at that again later uh, Saturday or Sunday. I've had a lot of success this season at taking it, you know, an extra look on Sunday morning before the game start, making a couple last minute changes, and that's been pretty successful. So that's that's a maybe for me right now. Um, I think that's all five. Yeah, it's five. Oh, um, and the lock of the week is gonna be the Minnesota pick because that's just that's just number gold right there. Yeah, I, Mike McCarthy, pretty good off a of bye. I just, I don't know, man. This is just classic pros versus Joes. And I don't, you know, pros can get hammered. It's just insane to me that we're sitting here with Aaron Rodgers as a fucking four and a half point dog at home. <laughs> like, that's insane to me. So, I don't know. I, that might be shuffled around. I mean, they are banged up. It's just, I'm going to see if I can hold on to dear life for that one or if I'm going to have to puss out on that and change it before Sunday. So, we'll see. Uh, see you, man. And, you know, sorry, just to cut in real there. And the, the thing is, is like the way I've been thinking about a lot of these games, too, is like the big stars, like the quarterbacks. And, you know, Aaron Rodgers is a god. Like he's an absolute monster on the field. But look at the way the season's gone. I mean, they're three and six. Uh, even if they're at home, you know, I could see them somehow fumbling the bag and this being a last minute kick and them somehow just scraping by with the three point win or, you know, a three point loss. So that that four and a half is really what kind of swayed me. Um in the Dallas direction, because I think if anything does happen, it's going to be them fucking it up. Well, you're laying it with Dallas, though. Yeah. Yeah, okay. But three yeah. points, that'd be, that'd be good for me. I know, I'm just talking out of my ass. <laughs> <laughs> and you really did go with your heart. I love that Colts pick. I was a little bit worried yeah, yeah, there, because we had great Raiders picks. Yeah, you're right. We needed that, actually. It's like that panel on Sunday night when you're yeah, just like, exactly. somebody pick another team so this team doesn't <laughs> Thank lose. You, Tommy. <laughs> All right, Jordan, what do you got for this week? Yeah, so um, I'll start with my three easy ones. Um, that's going to be the Chiefs at minus nine and a half. I mean, I think they can easily get 10 points on the Jags. Um, you know, not much to discuss there. 
Dallas. You know, I'm kind of surprised you guys are going Green Bay, but I guess one of us has to pick Dallas here. Well, I, you know, you I know. picked Dallas genius. Yeah, I just, uh, I just realized that. <laughs> but, but I mean, I'm, what I'm surprised about is that it's minus four and a half. No, I would, I would have taken them at minus six and a half. Um, you know, I, I just am not high on Green Bay at all. I, t- I think they're trash. You know, I think the Raiders are trash. But I think Green Bay is just right there with them, right? You know, that's how poorly I think about Green Bay this season. Um, and that's why I'm not taking the Raiders. You know, that's why I picked the Jags last week, right? Mm. Typical Raiders fashion. Yep. They 20 points first half, nothing in the second half. Um, but, yeah, so Dallas, my lock of the week is actually going to be a surprise for you guys. It's going to be the Cardinals. Um, okay. Plus three and a half against the Rams. Now, the Rams are at home. Uh, but I think the Cardinals' defense is actually good enough, good enough to sustain against the Rams' offense, and um, you know, I think they'll be able to put it together against against the Rams and you know figure it out against Aaron Donald. Um, you know, at least be able to lose by a field goal. You know, in the bare minimum. Um, then my picks were, you know, we'll see based on you know news that might come out between now and the weekend. Is yeah, I, I like I like Minnesota. Right now, with what I'm hearing about Josh Allen not playing, should he play? Should that miraculously, you know, be 100% by the weekend, that UCL, you know, um, in his elbow? Then sure, yeah, I'll, I'll jump off that pick. But right now, you know, I, I like Minnesota to cover minus six and a half. Um, the other pick was, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> uh, Pittsburgh also, your Pittsburgh boys, um, plus two and a half. I mean, they're at home. Yeah, the Saints aren't looking too good. Uh, but this again, if hey, this is all predicated on TJ Watt for me because I don't think much about the Steelers' defense without him. Um, so if that news comes out, maybe I'll flip it over to the Saints if he doesn't. Um, but that's that's where I'm at this week. Yeah, I I was really eyeing the Cardinals, and to be quite honest with everybody, I am banning myself from betting the Cardinals games this year. Mm-hmm. I just fucking hate Kyler Murray, and I hate mm-hmm. the Cardinals. And then I see, of course, today, Matt Stafford, concussion protocol. I'm like, I wonder what this line is on run your pool. I see the hook, three and a half. I'm like, I can't fucking do it to myself again. So thank God I saw Kyler Murray has a hamstring injury. So I'm like, okay, I'm out. I'm talking myself out of this thing. I'm, I'm blackballing this. Justify God, it any way you can, man. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, I, I'm, I'm banning myself from betting on the Cardinals. Any more games, I hate them. Yeah, is there any know, games... I- the only one we didn't touch on was Giants. Philly and Washington. Oh, Philly, Washington. Philly, okay. Washington. So, and I thought about it, but I that hook is the reason I'm not. Prime for, time for dogs have been absolutely killing it. Yeah, and the Phillies mm-hmm. or the uh, the Eagles. Eagles. Yeah. Now earlier in the in the year, remember the Eagles dismantled the Commanders. I mean, mm-hmm. on the road, like mm-hmm. their defensive line destroyed that offensive line. Now, Commanders have been playing better recently. They have mm-hmm. some sense of identity. I think Brian Robinson playing has helped that offense. Mm-hmm. Th- that's a lot of points. But again, Eagles off that mini buy. They played on Thursday. They go into it. Washington had to play a hard fought game against the Vikings. Now they got to go on the road back into Philly. I honestly, it, it, I would lean Philly in this one. I would, I would lean Philly too, and I'm just still thinking about that that I'm, thrashing the Eagles did on the Vikings on Monday. Night. Was I Monday Night Football or Sunday that Night was Football? Monday, yep. But like this line just to me screams Philly, and I think they're actually going to kill them. I mean, I wouldn't pick not Philly when you know we're talking about Philly here this season. They're undefeated, right? Um, 
but I'm not picking that game because, and I've said it in our in our messages, but Heineke he wills them to win or he wills them to cover. He he's he's way better than Carson Wentz at helping your team win. Carson Wentz obviously better quarterback, but I mean if they put Carson Wentz back in there after the way that Heineke has been you know playing with them, I, I just think it's a mistake. And then the last one we didn't touch on, I can't believe there's only two games we didn't touch on. That's surprising. Uh Giants off a bye, laying six and a half at home against the Texans. Now, I got to say, I'm leaning Texans here, boys. I have no clue why I'm leaning Texans. Listen, man, (laughs) Damian Pierce is that guy, dude. They can run the football. And honestly, when you're a hot team like the Giants were and everything was breaking right, the last thing they wanted was a break. Because now all of a sudden it feels like, you know, they take a break, they get to exhale a bit. Can they crank it back up? And is that magic still there? I don't know. I don't know. So I'm not taking it because I'm a Giants fan, and you know I don't want to. I don't want to put that hex on us. Um, <laughs> but <bad> uh, juju. <laughs> exactly. Um, but I think that I, you're not wrong. I think the Texans could cover that spread. I I think that's one of the largest, if not the largest, spreads the Giants have had this season. That's the most points um, they've laid. Yep. Yeah, and so, it's still only six and a half. And they're yeah. six and two against the Texans who are one and six. So what and is that's that? That's at home you? too. Yeah, at home so, too. So I mean, I'm confident the Giants will come away with a win. Will it be seven points? Will it be ten? Will it be four? Three? Who knows? You know, that's why it's like I can't pick I can't pick that game because I don't know the point spread. You know, we're too good at winning by three points. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's the thing. I don't know. I also think, uh, and I was saying this earlier in the season, I think we're going to see a typical Giants performance in this back half here. So, I mean, as much as I'd love to hit my uh, my under two wins bet for Houston, I could even see them completely fucking it up. Well, <laughs> I'd, I'd lean Giants on this one. Like you're saying lean Eagles. You know, I'd lean Giants on this one. But... Yeah, I'm not touching uh, this. I'm not touching. I, I don't. I'm not touching primetime uh, picks the rest of the season. I like looked into it, and I think like for the first part of the season, over half my losses were all just prime times. I obviously can't pick them. I think the only consistent play has been primetime unders. Really, primetime unders and primetime dogs, dude. Those things have been eaten this season. And I'll tell you what. I'll give out a teaser as well to people been hanging around and watching us. I think you got to go. <clears throat> I think you got to go. Raiders down to a point to a half point. On a sit on a Wong teaser, and I think you honestly have to go Giants down to a half point too. Just win by a field goal, win by a field goal. Vegas, they both love like playing that. close games. I just I can't bring anything up. I have no clue about the other side here, so I'd, I'd say bring those two down. That's probably a teaser I'm playing myself. I'll, I'll say this too: Bucks money line in fucking Germany is a lock, lock. I don't care about the Seahawks, dude. They that Cinderella, she's got to find her pumpkin soon, man. This thing's over, and I think it's. By Tom Brady and that defense of the Bucks. Uh, yeah, I hate the Bucks. They're still just hanging around. I'm all Gino. I'm all. I'm. 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 I'm riding that horse, man. Let's. Uh, do I think they're going to win in Munich? No, I think the Bucks are going to win this, and they're going to rate the ship a little bit. I just want them to be. I just want them to be in it at the end of the year here. Because, like I said, I think the 49ers are going to go on a run and win that division, but I want the Seahawks to be right there. 
apparently there's going to be a huge home field advantage for the Seahawks over there. Like Germany loves the Seahawks for some reason. Like there's going to be a ton of what? fans. There. It's like 70 30. Yeah. Who would have thought that? I would have thought it been Tom Brady. No, nah, they, they're. You know uh, what? It's probably Seahawks the colors. For some weird the Europeans probably because of the color scheme. I like green. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Apparently, I was trying to. I was trying to figure it out. I saw that on Twitter. I'm like, what's going on with this? That's actually a good Apparently, point. If you took the Seahawks colors and made them in the soccer kits, I think that'd look pretty dope. Well, yeah, actually, probably would. Don't they, they have, have a soccer team now? Like, like or they've who? had one. The yeah, they got the Sounders. Sounders. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the same colors. And then the Germans are like, yeah, well, the same we've colors. red ones that didn't work out too well. Yeah, they got the. They're playing in the Bayern <laughs> Munich stadium. It's gonna be pretty cool. I think. You know what I just noticed That's, the other yeah, day? Yeah, it's a must-watch game on Sunday. You know how Pittsburgh gets all the rap for having like the same colors for all the sports teams? Yeah, Seattle's is actually the same, minus the Mariners a little bit with the green, but it's Their basically different. Their it's aqua. different, but it's pretty similar with the Kraken, the Sounders, Seahawks, and the uh, Mariners. Yeah, that is true. Super Sonics were the only thing that was different. They were green too, a little bit. I can't even remember them. <laughs> weren't they, they, weren't they like dark green and like orange and white? They were uh, yellow and green. Yellow. Yeah, pretty, yeah, dope, yeah. pretty dope unis too. All right, we're coming up on thirty. Good, good banter from the boys here too at the end. All right, uh, Haze off. Let us know where they can find us and let's get out of here. Yeah, go watch us on YouTube. YouTube.com backslash at Johnny Hazoff. Uh, put all the videos up there for you. Uh, you can follow the Peep Show Pod on Instagram and Twitter. I'm actually posting clips on it now, so like you'll get some content out of it, some short clips. Um, and go follow. Um, yeah, just follow those. those. You'll get everything there. Beautiful. All right, boys. Well, hopefully, let's let's keep the thing going. Let's uh, get everybody above five hundred. Let's have a good week this week, and good luck to y'all. Hey, feeling good. Like I should When in circle walk around the neighborhood Feeling blessed Never stressed Got that sunshine on my Sunday best yeah. hey, Every day can be a better day despite the challenge All you gotta do is leave it better than you found it